Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final couple minutes of this Christmas Eve edition of J.J. John Zastrzemski filling in for Courtney and Roberts right here on The Fan. And my goodness, our fortunes have turned over the last four weeks. After being nine games under 500, then getting to the 500 mark, then falling back six under, four consecutive winning weeks, 38-35-2 after a 3-1-1 week, and yours truly is only one game back of the maestro for first place in the JJ After Dark Pick'em Challenge. That means nothing. It's about the ultimate prize. That means we got to deliver and deliver in a big way. Without further ado, the Week 16 edition of the world-famous J.J. After Dark on Locks of the Week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! So after a 3-1-1 one, one, week 15, we are 38-35-2 and two on the year. It's good to be over 500. Let's keep it that way. Game one, maybe this is the hard talking a little bit. I don't even think it is because this team has been a monster in covering numbers all year. They have everything to play for, and they're flat out better. I like the Miami Dolphins laying a three on the road against Vegas. Vegas, think about their last couple of games. They lose to Atlanta. They should have lost to the Jets. They lose to Indianapolis where they can't stop anybody. And then week 16, what happens? Or week 15, they lose into the LA Chargers. This team that can't stop anybody. They can't stop you and me. The Dolphins should be a healthier team going into this matchup. Parker, Gesicki, you get some mix of those guys back. Dolphins force turnovers. They take care of the ball. And now they're running the rock. I only got to wait three. I'm taking a better team. I'm taking a spread monster. Give me the Miami Dolphins in game one. Game two, I've loved this game all week. In fact, it's my best bet of the week. I love the Los Angeles Rams. Plus the point and a half against the Seattle Seahawks. Matchups, matchups, matchups. All of them. Favor LA. You're going to have a consensus of people shying away from the Rams because you're going to say, they just lost to the Jets. How can they go to Seattle and win? Why? It's the NFL. This sort of stuff happens all the time. 
I think Aaron Donald's going to have his way. I think the Ram defense is going to have their way. I'm taking the Rams plus the point and a half, and I think they sweep Seattle and they win the division because it's the NFL. Expect the unexpected. Give me the Rams in game two. Game three, Carolina and Washington. I'm not confident that Alex Smith is going to play in this game. And let me throw a caveat into this. If I find out that Alex Smith is going to play, I don't love this pick as much. But it's Thursday. I got a fire. I'm going to fire. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. Pick them against Washington. I think Carolina has not quit on the year. I think Carolina showed you some real positives in their second half at Lambeau last week. I don't think they're quitting on that rule. And just with the way this division in the NFC East has played out, don't you get the sense this woeful, pathetic, sad division is decided on the final week of the year? I sure do. That's why I think Carolina's going to find a way to win this game. I'm taking Carolina to pick them in game three. Game four, I can't believe that I am doing this. Honestly, I cannot believe I am doing this. But YOLO, baby. Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears are favored by seven and a half points. How in the world is it possible that Mitchell Trubisky and the Chicago Bears are favored by seven and a half points? I'm not saying I'm picking Jacksonville to win this game outright. That line is just totally out of whack. I am scooping seven and a half. I am banking on the fact that that game is ugly, tight, down to the wire, and it will probably tease and agonize Jeff fans that much more. That's why I like it. Give me Jacksonville, probably the first and the last time I'm taking them all year, to cover seven and a half. Last but not least, we go to Sunday Night Football, and I normally never like fading Aaron Rodgers and fading the Green Bay Packers in a primetime window, but I'm going to do it here. I think the Tennessee Titans are beyond alive in this game. I think Tennessee is winning this game outright. The ability to run the football with Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill's playing really well, and that Packer defense is vulnerable. I'm getting three and a half here. I'm taking that. I'm running with that. Tennessee will cover, and I'm even feeling frisky enough to say, I think Tennessee will go into Lambeau Field and beat the Green Bay Packers. Now, I'm very happy and relieved, quite frankly, that this gentleman is able to join us. I know he's fighting COVID-19 like crazy. And Fleegs, only you could shed some light on the situation. And your tweet on Sunday night, my friend, said it all. How the hell are you? I'm doing all right, JJ. Doing much better today. Finally uh, seem to have turned that quarter fighting COVID-19. Uh, so feeling good here. You know, I'm sitting here on the phone with you and watching what looks like a Christmas game on TV, this bowl game. One team's wearing red. The other team's wearing green. It looks like Christmas. It feels like Christmas. And I, I went heads up with you in two games last week and both lost, lost both of them by a half a point. Had COVID. The Jets ruined their present and the future. So I need a bounce back. In a you really need way. a good week, Fleeks. You ain't kidding, bro. I mean, you want to talk about a doomsday scenario. You just laid it out. So that means normally when things go a rotten, sour way, that it's bound to bounce back here in week 16. I have a good feeling about these picks. So what do you got? I hope so. And uh, I think I'm going to surprise you with the first pick because this team, I mean, I hate them forever now after they ruined Christmas. And I swore them off forever to you on Sunday night. And it's only 
Thursday. It's a few days later, but this is my favorite play of the week. I love the Rams plus the point and a half against the Seahawks. Seahawks offense doesn't look right. Russell Wilson doesn't look the same as he did earlier in the year. I heard you with Cats earlier. He's talking about just the, the fantasy aspect of how much better Russell Wilson was in those first nine games. Maybe they were able to fix it in time before the playoffs, but I don't see it happening against this Rams defense. Look, the Rams took a week off last week against the Jets. They were looking ahead to this big division showdown. It broke me and it broke Jets fans, but I think it helps them a little bit here, and I think they win the game outright. McVay's 5-2 and two versus Seattle since he became the Rams head coach. Probably should be 6-1 and one if not for Zerline at the end of the game a couple years ago. So I like the Rams plus a point and a half, and I think they win outright. Game number two. I think this will ultimately be a family play because I'm with you on the Dolphins minus the three. They were the only team that was good to me last week, even on the road, traveling out west. They're a team on the rise. The Raiders are a mess. Same logic I used when I picked the Colts over the Raiders a couple weeks ago, a contender versus a pretender. It looks now like Carr will play. The tweet's coming out in the last few minutes, but I don't care whether it's him, whether it's Mariota. I don't hesitate to take that Dolphins defense. Uh, to win this game by at least a field goal on the road. Yeah, doesn't bother me. So Dolphins minus three. Game number three is another one I'm with you on. The Packers have played a lot of close games, and they haven't looked great in the second half of a lot of these games. The Panthers almost came back against them last week. They didn't look great in the second half against the Lions. Maybe it's different if the team is challenging them the whole way through a game, like I think Tennessee can do. But I think Derrick Henry has another huge game, and I think the Titans win outright. So I'm taking them plus the three and a half. Game number four, the Browns, if they win, will think they have a chance to win their division in Week 17, pending what the Steelers do against the Colts. And I don't think the Jets are going to follow up last week's win with anything. I think they're coming out with a total dud, even at home. I don't think it matters. I think it's going to bother Jet fans all that much more. And for that reason, I'm taking the Browns minus the 9.5. And, and game number five, staying on that theme of what can torture Jet fans, maybe they'll end up winning the game. Maybe they won't. But I'm with you. I think the Jaguars keep this game close. Mitchell Trubisky, I don't care how well he's played the last week. I don't care how they've looked. He can't be trusted as a seven-and-a-half point favorite. He absolutely just can't. It's not acceptable in the NFL with what we've seen from him in his four years in the league. So I'm taking the Jaguars. And maybe they pull up the Christmas miracle and win and give the Jets a chance at Trevor Lawrence again. But I think at the very least, you know, coming down 345 to 410, if you're a Jets fan, you're going to be watching that game with bated breath because the Jaguars are going to be right there with the Bears. I'm taking a plus seven and a half. Well, Fleegs, it's either going to be a really good week or a really bad week for both of us. We're riding on four of these five games. Bro, miss you. Feel better. Merry Christmas. And we'll do this again next week. God willing, bro. Listen, it can't be much worse for me than last week was. So all on the rise from here. Uh, good luck to you, and a very Merry Christmas to you and everybody listening. Outstanding. Miss you, Mike Fliegelman. All right, Paul Rosenberg, you got to get over 500, dude. 15, 19, and 1 on the year. Absolutely. Four is yours. What do you got? Okay, well, we have this week game number one. I like the Titans plus three and a half, too. Family. I like it. A little family play with the Titans. Family. Yeah, and I feel like Smitty tried to talk us off the ledge with the Titans a little bit. I'm not going to take the bait with that. I just think I'm getting three and a half points. And that the way that offense is moving right now, you're giving me three, uh, three and a half points. For me, it's a no-brainer even in Green Bay. That's pick one. Pick two. And we spoke about this a little off the air earlier. Pittsburgh getting two points at home is just weird to me. And now you want me to trust Phillip Rivers on the road. I think this is a huge bounce-back game for the Steelers, and you're giving me two points. So I like the Steelers plus the two. 
for the props. Tomorrow, I like Justin Jefferson over 65 and a half receiving yards. Get that minus 125, minus 130. I think that's a high-scoring game personally. I think that's in the dome. Kirk Cousins finally wakes up. Justin Jefferson, maybe rookie of the year. We'll see. Pick four, Leonard Fournette, over 60 and a half rush yards. No Ronald Jones, minus 110. Lions defense, one of the worst defenses against the run in the NFL. It's only 60 and a half. Slam dunk for me. Last prop, the Browns, over 14 and a half points in the first half at minus 112. I think they come out firing against the Jets. The Jets defense, if you tend to notice, kind of picks up in the second half, lays down like dogs in the first half. I think the Browns put up a ton of points against the uh, Jets that starts in the first half. So Titans plus three and a half, Pittsburgh plus two, Justin Jefferson over 65 and a half receiving yards, Leonard Fournette over 16 and a half rush yards, and the Browns over 14 and a half first half points. Real quick, the maestro, who's a game ahead of yours truly at 39, 34, and two. For Harris Allen, two family plays. Dolphins laying three, Titans plus three and a half. He adds Arizona laying five. Cleveland laying the nine and a half, and he's got the New York football giants plus the ten and a half. This was an outstanding show. Great work by Rosie. Calls were great. Merry Christmas, one and all. We're back Monday, 7 o'clock. Enjoy the holiday. Be good, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.